1 Samuel chapter 5, verse 1. Now the Philistines had taken the ark of God, and they brought it from Ebenezer unto Ashdod. They took it from a Hebrew town to one of their towns, Ashdod. And Ashdod is named after Ashtoreth, which is a pagan god that they would sacrifice their children to. 2. And the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. They brought it into one of their pagan temples in honor of the god Dagon. Now Dagon was one of the gods of the Egyptians who God humiliated in Egypt. And he is a god that has to do with the crops and the harvest, but he looks like a fish. The statue they had of Dagon would be a statue that looked like a fish. 3. And when they of Ashdod arose early on the morrow, which means the next day, behold, Dagon was fallen upon his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord, and they took Dagon and set him in his place again. Overnight, God had made the idol of Dagon, which is a fish, to fall down on its face before the ark. But when they saw it, they lifted Dagon up again and put him upright. 4. And when they arose early on the morrow morning, which means the next day, behold, Dagon was fallen upon his face to the ground before the ark, and the head of Dagon and both the palms of his hands lay cut off upon the threshold. Only the trunk of Dagon was left to him. On the second day, not only did God make this idol fall on its face, but he also cut off its head and its hands, meaning that it has no power. Because by your hands you do things, and by your head you speak. God is now saying that this false idol cannot speak, and it has no power. 5. Therefore, neither the priests of Dagon nor any that come into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod unto this day. The threshold is the door opening, and because his head and his hands were laying on the door opening, they now hop over the threshold whenever they enter the temple. But that's really stupid, because they're still honoring Dagon. What they need to do is repent of following a demon god and follow the true god. But instead, they wouldn't repent. They would just jump over the threshold because they didn't want to step where his dead head and hands had fallen. Even though they know he died there, they still want to worship him, which is pure insanity. 6. But the hand of the Lord was heavy upon them of Ashdod, and he destroyed them and smote them with emerods, even Ashdod as the borders thereof. Emerods is one of the diseases that the Egyptians had, and it's because they worshipped Dagon. He gave the Philistines that same disease. I don't know for sure what it is, but it included boils, and I assume that it was a sexual disease because they did a lot of sexual perverted things in the temples, and the Egyptians did too. And there are sexual diseases today that cause boils. So I think there's a connection that when you use your body for sexual pleasure, God makes it so that your body will have boils so that you can't enjoy sex or anything else. 7. And when the men of Ashdod saw that it was so, they said, The ark of the God of Israel shall not abide with us, for his hand is sore upon us and upon Dagon, our God. They recognized that it was the power of God that was killing them and giving them the boils and making their God fall down. They didn't want the ark of the God in their town anymore because it was destroying their town. 
because of their sin. But if they had simply repented, then their town would have been restored and blessed. But instead of repenting, they just want to get rid of God. And that's what a lot of people do today. When God disciplines them for their sin, they have the opportunity to repent and be restored and blessed and receive protection from God. But they love their sin more than they love themselves even. And so they'd rather suffer and continue in sin and get God out of their life. And they think, well, if I kick God completely out of my life, then he'll stop disciplining me. And this is true. If you kick him completely out of your life, he'll probably stop disciplining you because he knows you're not going to repent anyway. Because remember, the Bible says he disciplines those who he loves because there's a chance that they'll turn back to him. But if you've decided that you're never going to turn back to him no matter what, and you kick him out of your life completely, then he'll stop disciplining you. But guess what waits ahead? It's hell. When your life is over, you'll go into eternal punishment. And that's a lot worse than any temporary punishment that we can experience in this life. So it's very unwise to continue in sin and kick God out of your life. But that's what they've done. They've decided, no, we're not going to repent. We're just going to get rid of the ark. 8. They sent therefore and gathered all the lords of the Philistines unto them, and said, What shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? And they answered, Let the ark of God of Israel be carried unto Gath. And they carried the ark of the God of Israel about thither, over to Gath, a different town. 9. And it was so that after they had carried it about, the hand of the Lord was against the city with a very great discomfiture, meaning making them very uncomfortable. And he smote the men of the city, both small and great, and emeralds broke out upon them. When they sent the ark to Gath, God attacked Gath with disease and killed a bunch of them. Then they didn't want it in Gath anymore. 10. So they sent the ark of God to Ekron, and it came to pass, as the ark of God came to Ekron, that the Ekronites cried out, saying, They have brought about the ark of the God of Israel to us to slay us and our people. They're like, No, we don't want the ark. It's going to kill us. They're screaming in terror when they saw the ark approaching, because two towns have already been destroyed by it. 11. They sent therefore and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines, and they said, Send away the ark of the God of Israel, and let it go back to its own place, that it slay us not and our people. For there was a deadly discomfiture throughout all the city, and the hand of God was very heavy there. 12. And the men that died not were smitten with the emeralds, and the cry of the city went up to heaven. The whole town of Ekron is crying out, People are dying, people have disease, and they're just begging God for mercy. They don't know what to do, but they know they don't want this ark in their city. And that concludes First Samuel chapter 5.